Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Maybe you don't hate them for being gay. Maybe it's because you want their testicles. Because they're magically delicious. What you, what you want, what you, what you want. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks, and here are two guys that aren't afraid of a little bromance, Sapien and Nomad. Alright, welcome everybody to the latest edition of the Lazy Geeks. I am Nomad. I am, as you know, Sapien. Your voice all of a sudden got way, way lower when you did that because when you're trying to be smooth, you got to get real Barry White on them, and then the ladies get excited. Yeah, but you know, this, these are the things that I know. Yeah, but Barry White can say "car," not "ca." Um, I hate you. <laughs> I can say "car," <laughs> "car," "car," "car." There you go. Uh. <laughs> uh. Oh man, this week was uh, pretty interesting, huh? Yeah, I guess. Oh, you know, <laughs> I know, right? No, a lot of stuff happened this week. It was election week. Mm. Um, I went to the wrong polling place. <laughs> oh, it wasn't that wrong? I mean, you know, you're just down. It was like it's so funny. I, I go to the wrong polling place. That's what a block away from where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> I know. I'm like, really? <laughs> and they're like, well, you can go over there and. This is exactly how she talked. Well, you could go over there if you want, and instead of doing it here, and I'm like, well, lady, I'm, uh, I'm already here, here, so why not? So why don't I just do it here? Well, you're going to have to do a preliminary mail-in ballot. Listen, kitten, why don't you just pass me the ballot? We can get it done. All right? <laughs> oh, but... It didn't happen exactly like that, but it happened like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. Well, actually, uh, dude. We're like almost at a thousand right now. As yeah, of man. as of this recording, we're almost a thousand subscribers. We are thirty people away from a thousand subscribers. And uh subscribers. And like Sapi and I have been uh, going over the numbers and you know, we're we've been to be honest, we've been kinda surprised with how many people, you know, are are having are enjoying this podcast. I'm surprised it's so low. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> douchebag of the week. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're pushing at nearly a thousand in 24 days. I mean, that's yeah. just a, from this recording. This is not from when it was launched because by the time we actually launch this podcast, we'll be over a thousand. But um, I mean, <laughs> most definitely, you know. But that—that's you know, I, I'm thinking that's pretty pretty damn impressive. So we started to you know talk about it. and We talked about this last week, and we were like not on here, but you know. In our personal lives, we, elsewhere, we were discussing, you know, why have we got how do how do we get so popular? But after some careful dissection of the world around us and uh, the events that are transpiring, um, I think we've discovered a truth that in an uncertain world, the world needs a hero. And uh, we never asked for this, but challenge accepted, world. You know, we'll be your heroes. I mean, we never asked for this. You may have thought you heard it, but it may be true. However, we never asked for it. But we will do this for you. Because that's the kind of people we are. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and if uh, if the chick that played Gwen Stacy in <laughs> Spider-Man movies around, I'll definitely be a hero. <laughs> Actually, uh, in all seriousness, too, we okay. We've never had a day where it's been less than thirty people uh, gained on one day. So you know, pretty safe to assume we're going to be over a thousand tomorrow. So um, we are going to celebrate by seeing Back to the Future in the big screen, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, by the time this podcast airs, it would already happen. But uh, yeah, we're checking out the uh, Burbank Media Center. They're going to be replaying. The original Back to the Future on the big screen. So that's going to yeah. be pretty epic. So, so actually, if you were, because <laughs> this obviously, if you were at the Burbank Media Center and two people passed you and you felt this cold chill of fear mixed with sexual arousal. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's most likely us. Yeah, definitely. It's actually, it definitely was us. <laughs> <laughs> and again, you're well, welcome. <laughs> uh, so. Last week, we were talking about things that pissed us off. Well, mostly things that pissed me off, and you kind of agreed with them. I agreed with it because it was the damn truth. <laughs> One more motherfucker gets on the bus with that damn phone, I'm going to smack him in the fucking teeth. <laughs> That's how I really feel. <laughs> oh, man. But I actually I actually came across two other things that pissed me off. as things that didn't happen to me that, that week. But this week... um. People who don't don't understand the concept between a debit card and a credit card. Now, if you're one of those people that tries to get cash back at a grocery store using a credit card, this pertains to you. Yeah. Okay. If your card says you're an idiot, (laughs) a debit card is linked to your checking account. A credit card is a random bank that gives you a, a credit limit. In the same location, so there's two things that pissed me off in the same in the same location. Uh, apparently this lady wanted to complain about something in one of the checkout lines. Manager, you know, the manager is always the one in the store with a tie, you know, yeah. real professional life, yeah. you know, because he got, you know, a certificate from like a two week training program on how to be a manager. <laughs> right. And he gets a tie clip on clip on tie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, those Brinks truck guys come rolling up. Guy comes over there, sees the manager. Those motherfuckers are legit yeah. when they get out of those trucks. Yeah. Like, they will shoot you <laughs> if you get too close. So he goes up to the manager, and the manager's like, okay. And they start to head over to, I, 
I presume where the safe is. And this lady goes, excuse me, excuse me. The manager's like, I, I, I can't do that right now. I gotta, I, I need to do something else. And then she's like, excuse me. Like that. And the guy goes, and the manager turns and goes, I'm sorry, but I need to deal with this guy with the gun. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, yeah. What'd she say after that? She just kind of, she just kind of had this look of like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's, it's fucking entitlement bullshit. Yeah. You need to fucking wait. Yeah. You are not as important as the person who was picking up the money. Yeah. And it's like going, Jesus lady. I mean, and then comes back and apparently the lady's still there somewhere. And, um, he's like, sorry. He goes, I have, you know, something that was a little more important to handle. And I'm like, well, everybody up. know, everybody knows when the, and that, I mean, I've worked in retail too, but I'm pretty sure that everyone with half a brain knows that when the Brinks truck guy comes, the manager is busy. Yeah. He's not going to answer. He's not going to tell you what aisle sugar is on. He's not going to answer any of your fucking questions because he's doing something. Exactly. Something that would actually cause him to get fired, not a customer complaint because you were doing, like, you were giving the dude the cash. Yeah. You know? It's like, uh. You know something? Um, I actually, contrary to last week, I have something to bring to the table myself that's oh. pissing me off. Oh. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so. First, let me say that I am not racist. Uh oh. <laughs> no. If, if, I'm say if you're blank. racially sensitive, this might be the part of the podcast where you. Might. No, no, no. If if you're a fucking idiot who can't who can't dissect what somebody says enough to know that they're not being racist, they're actually talking about a real fucking problem. I don't like. I'm married to a Salvadorian too, so that's my pass. I can say shit, right? <laughs> I don't like. Look, I don't care when people don't speak English that well. Okay, doesn't bother me because it's less people I gotta fucking worry about. It's it's cool when I hear that they're trying to speak English when they move here. I mean, that is what they're supposed to do. But I'm not the type of person who's militant about people who don't speak English. I don't care. I live in Southern California. If I was upset about that, I would have killed myself. <laughs> Because it, it literally, I think me, Nomad, and like two other people on this block know how to speak English. It's really not that big of a deal. Um, I hate when I go to the grocery store, okay? To the grocery. The grocery, right? yeah. The grocery. The grocery. The grocery. <laughs> um, and most of And I'll ask somebody, this point blank, this happened, this happened a while ago where <laughs> I asked, where is the sugar? Okay. Obviously, I say sugar funny. Okay. <laughs> so he didn't understand me at first. I let that pass. So I pronounced it like a Californian would. Sugar. I said, I need to know where the sugar is. Still didn't understand me. So then my natural re- reflex is to be confused that you don't know what sugar is. Like, why are we having a problem? <laughs> and we just look at each other for a second. I, I said, sugar, 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 sugar. Sweet stuff. You put it in tea, you put it in coffee, make Kool-Aid with it. Let's go. Confused. He asked me if I spoke Spanish. I said no. Now, (laughs) this is where the conversation forks. If he said, uno momento, I know what that means. One moment. Or if he said, or just put his hands up to tell me to wait, I would have been fine. I wouldn't have got somebody else. No. He looked at me like I was the biggest douchebag on the planet. <laughs> now, let me put, let me paint a picture for you. I'm Irish by descent. I am one of the whitest people you've ever seen in your life. Believe me. Okay? Believe me, he is. Right? He radiates a, his own light in a dark corner. 
That's yes. how white he is. I'm glow in the dark. I'm so <laughs> and that obviously doesn't make me better than this person, but it makes it obvious that I might not know Spanish. It also makes it obvious that if I don't know Spanish, that's okay. Right? No. No, <laughs> I guess not. So that's my that's my pet peeve right now is I'm really sick and tired of people being mad at me for speaking a foreign, not being able to speak a foreign language. I'm so um, sick. Of it. Somebody told me they go, uh, like, remember I'm I I'm Irish by descent, right? So, you know I'm from Boston, so you really <laughs> everyone's Irish pretty much. Um, people tell me, well, I speak I like to speak the language of my ancestors. I'm just speaking the language of my ancestors too. There's a certain culture went into my ancestors' homeland and changed language up. I swear to God, I'm done with it. Now every time someone gets upset with me, I I literally I I know it's immature, but every single time I mock them to their face. Whatever facial expression they give me, if they do the sucking through the teeth of. Like that, and they kind of roll their eyes. I do it right back to them, only five times worse. <laughs> and they look at me like, what the hell? Keep in mind that it's done with an Irish accent, so that makes it even That's more right. annoying. And you, know, you know, also, I want to say to everyone who, you know, pretends that they don't speak English, you <laughs> might tell your friends, I know the curse words. You want to get cursed out? <laughs> I'm gonna bring my wife up. My <laughs> wife speaks Spanish, and she'll, she'll say something. <laughs> She's a Christian. Uh, so. Anyway, well, uh, I think that pretty much covers our week. <laughs> uh, so, I'm sure there are some of you out there that was at your computer at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time this past Monday. Fuck that. Uh, the only time is the time that I'm in. <laughs> yeah, some some may have changed their work schedules to do this. Uh, ha- Some didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Had your breakfast with you or coffee, you know, ready to buy those Comic Con 2011 tickets, mm. only to see that after 20 minutes the site broke. Comic Con, you're doing it wrong. Uh, there's so much fail in this whole thing. I don't know where to begin. Uh, first, you had to go through four pages. Of links of register, buy your tickets, buy your tickets, buy your tickets, only to find the one link that will take you off-site to Epic, which is the um, the organization that actually registers and sells the tickets. Don't ticket. let the name fool <laughs> they you. They are anything but Epic. It was Epic Fail is actually what they should really be calling this one. Yeah, uh, I know. But like me, you're you know stuck on there trying to get the page to load. If you actually got the Comic-Con page to load, that pushed you to another link, and you had to wait there for that page to load. Once you got to Epic... What the fuck is it? Is this, like, 1996? <laughs> Why are there so many links to get the thing? Exactly. You could just say, here, click here to register, and then they can send you to the registration process. Uh, but after an hour and 15 minutes... Now, I went to Twitter. I went to Facebook. You can actually see on uh, on Twitter and Facebook on the Comic-Con page... Lazy Geeks did, you know, voice on there. I actually wrote the entire article. That article that that is written on the site was written while I was waiting for these damn pages to load. At thelazygeeks.com. Yes, yes. Uh, Then somebody said, oh, it looks like the server went down. Now, they posted it on their website. While most of the people couldn't even get the page to load up, (laughs) Twitter 
Facebook did not come up for another 45 minutes. They did not make an announcement on there for another 45 minutes. Wow. People started telling I didn't know that part. Yeah, people started actually putting it on um, Facebook and Twitter saying that now we got to come back on the 8th. So then by that time, you could actually bring up the web page and see that you have to come back on the 8th to see when the new date is. Not to buy them, but to see when the new date to register them will be. And uh, and also keep in mind that with all of that, they don't even know what was wrong. They go – their first statement was, um, we, we don't know what the issue is. So we're going to try to – we're going to close it down. And only 13% of the four-day passes were even sold. Did they say who was um, running their servers? Nope. Nothing. There's been no – and I doubt they will. So there, there's been a lot of complaints of people saying, you know, they should have gotten more servers, blah, 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 which I think is the issue. But this is Comic-Con. And, and what I, I stipulated in the uh, – in uh, on the website was these guys had – over a year to prepare. Yep. So they knew the kind of people that are going to run and get this stuff. The thing that bothers me is not only is it Comic-Con, but 2011 Comic-Con is going to be a lot about the Avengers, which means you're going to have a large crowd. And they should have known that you're going to need a really beefy server farm to take care of this ticket purchasing. They're the ones that's hyping everything. (laughs) So they should expect a lot of people would be running to get these tickets. These tickets sell out in like the first half an hour. Because when I first heard Epic, I didn't know this company even existed. To be completely honest with you. Maybe I'm oblivious or I just missed it, whatever. But I heard Epic and I'm like, oh, what do they do? See? <laughs> uh, Don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. So, uh, so Comic-Con, you fail. Yep. Uh, but speaking of fail. <laughs> oh, dude, you know what? This week was was bad for these two things. Yeah. DirecTV is is just horrible. 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 Yeah, for those of you that have DirecTV, you would may have noticed that this week that they are no longer carrying the channel G4. For those of you that don't know what that is, <laughs> it's labeled a gamer's channel. Uh and it has Attack of the Show, um a lot of cop reruns. As <laughs> a tag of the show, X play. Um, during the day, they they play a lot of like reruns and stuff. Yeah. But the attack of the show is is a show that I don't miss. That, I love that show. That, to be honest, though, you know that's the only real show they uh, they have that going. Play. Yeah, yeah. X play. X play is the only thing that really actually does a lot with video games. Still, they're all video. X play is all video games. Yeah, that's shit. But yeah, I, I will I will admit. There used to be a lot more content on that channel. Um, but, you know, who knows what comes down the pike. Now, the specifics of the G4 thing is that G4 was asking for the same deal that they had before. They weren't asking for more money or anything else. And DirecTV said no. According to DirecTV, they said that they were simply letting go of channels that had the lowest Nielsen ratings. Now, here's the thing. G4 is owned by Comcast. Now, if 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 people if if you remember last year, Comcast pulled Versus because they wanted to, I think, like double or almost triple their their asking price. So, could this be their way of flipping them off? 
Mm-hmm. You know, as far as the low ratings go, I can scroll through my, uh, I can scroll through my, you know, a million or so channels, and I can guarantee you that, you know, there are channels on there I have never seen even once. Can we say CNBC? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, DirecTV this week, you fail. Yep. Uh, but now, unfortunately for uh, Nomad, who has DirecTV. Yeah, but too, I can also get it online. That's I can't true. go online. And... I have Time Warner Cable myself. Which is a big bag of fail, but, you know, we won't even... Hey, they got G4. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on, on, a, on a good note, we're not, we're not here to completely depress you, so you can come in off the ledge. Today. At least today. <laughs> um, we've got uh, epic news right now. Uh, Martin Sheen is going to be Uncle Ben. Not the rice. But the character in the Spider-Man reboot. Don't, don't be racist, dude. I, I, got, I, I don't want people to get confused. I really don't want them to get confused. Why, why, did, why would people automatically assume that a white man was going to be on the Uncle Ben Rice part? That's racist. And your point being? I, don't, I just want to point that out. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. Um, I am too. It shows that they're taking this reboot seriously because that's that's a big name. Yeah. I mean, this is – I mean, you're talking here – Apocalypse Now, Wall Street. Yeah. You have um, big time name. Uh, Bartlett from The West Wing. For <laughs> I mean, this is this is a this is not a small actor. This is going to be a really really, I think a good a good casting choice for me. And uh, also, which broke last night was uh, Sally Field is apparently being wooed to play uh, Aunt May. <laughs> I bet she yeah. is. Yeah. Um, you know, say what you want about that, you know, whether, oh, she's too young or she doesn't look like, you know, she played an old woman in Forrest Gump. I mean, you know. She, yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, she can she can still do now. I mean, she's only a couple years younger than Martin Sheen, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, I, I, I think this is I think this is really good because Sally Field, remember, she this this woman won Oscars for yeah. Norma Ray and uh, Sybil. You know, so this this is this is a a high caliber casting choices right here. You can always tell when who when they cast the smaller roles who gets those and who they go after. So, you know, and now with Emma Watson, you know, combined with that, there's there's more of an incentive to see it. Yep. You know, so. Um, also, who's playing Gwen Stacy? Yeah. That was all I really needed. Yeah, <laughs> this is just bonuses. Well, yeah, I mean, when I heard the whole Gwen Stacy storyline, I I got excited. I mean, yeah. I still am a little excited. Um, I can see. Yeah. It's <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> but you know, uh, so I I give uh, Sony the win for this week because that that's, yeah. that's a good choice on there. Sony is basically kicking ass. Yeah. Lately. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see what happens later on because they could get a fail soon. Okay. Well, I think it's break time. Uh, when we come back, we'll be talking about our views on the uh, S- Supreme Court hearing on video games, on video game violence, actually. And then later on, we have a uh, special douchebag list for this past election. So we got some good ones. Douchey douche. <laughs> got some ultra douche this week. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll be right back. Do you find life going nowhere? Do you see your friends and old classmates living fruitful lives? 
Do you still live in your grandmother's basement? Do you think the world will be better if you simply went out and shot yourself? Well, there is no need to feel that way any longer. The Idol Institute may have the answer. Hello, I'm Eugene Idol. Here at the Idol Institute, we instruct you to focus on your own idol lifestyle and embrace it. Why base your own self-worth on the people around you? The Idol Institute engages its patients to embrace their own lethargic behavior and shut out the rules and aspirations of the world around them. I used to be one of those alpha male types that had to be number one at everything I did. I was told by my friends to calm down and enjoy life. I came to the Idol Institute and I enjoy every day. Some days, you can't even get me off the couch. The daily grind have you completely worn down. Feel like you can't get anywhere no matter how much you try? I used to be one of those soccer moms that was always on the move. Getting the kids to school, housework, taking the kids to practice and making dinner. People told me I needed to get away. After a short time at the Idol Institute, I didn't have a worry in the world. My philosophy is, if they can't make dinner or find their own way to practice, then it still isn't my problem. Why spend your own life measuring yourself to others? If you don't give a damn, be happy that you don't give a damn. You want to give life the finger? Then visit the Idol Institute. We believe after one visit, you can be so relaxed that you would have died on your couch and not a single person might even notice. Alright, welcome back everybody. Uh, <laughs> Did you miss us? Because <laughs> uh, I missed me. What? <laughs> <laughs> now, now ever, ever since I watched uh, Silence of the Lambs, now I'm like, going, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, by the it's way. A, it's a little creepy when you start finding yourself doing it in the mirror, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> uh, you did more than digress, but... <laughs> I delved into the seventh realm of hell. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this week, the Supreme Court has heard arguments about violence in video games. Now, for those of you not in the know... The highest court in the land is considering California's appeal of the ruling against Leland Lee's Yee's bill criminalizing the sale of violent video games to minors. Now, to give you some background on this, uh, the issue is about how video games are sold retail. Right now, video games sold in North America are uh, self-regulated by using the Entertainment Software Ratings Board, the ESRB. That's those little tags you see on the video games. Uh, T for teen, M for mature, things like that. Um, and the, they recommend age ratings that retailers like, you know, GameStop, Best Buy, Fries, and the like. So, uh, so if you have a kid or you're a gamer, you know, check the box. You'll see it right on there. Um, in 2005, Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger signed a bill that opposed the sale of violent video games and would fine retailers up to $1,000 for each violation. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, however, declared the law unconstitutional and blocked it. But in April of '09, the Supreme Court decided to uh, review the ruling. Uh, San Francisco Democrat State Senator Lee Lin Yi originally wrote and proposed the bill, and California Attorney General, now Governor Jerry Brown, 
argued to, that the ban is constitutional and that the ESRB rating is not acceptable. He believes the current system is not specific enough for today's complex video games, which, to be honest, I don't understand complex. They haven't changed much. No. Um, now, I think we can all agree on, you know, the violent, violent video games, Call of Duty, you know, uh, Medal of Honor, Max Payne, Dead Rising, Dead Rising, you know, GTA, Grand Theft Auto, should not be sold to minors. I mean, that's that's a given, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, but they all have labels on the games, and I know businesses have been known to move to whoever has the mighty dollar, because you know, the the dollar basically is yeah. king. But that isn't my problem. Uh, it's the argument. The argument is completely based on supposition. Um, it criminalizes the sale of video games in a classification as harmful material. Now, this is how the state defines it. Described in a patently offensive way, sexual conduct and which, taken as a whole, <laughs> whole uh, <laughs> lacks serious literary, artistic, political, and scientific value for minors. Now, that's anything. I mean, you can say that about music, movies, Spongebob. <laughs> Spongebob has no actual... Well, my problem is, is that I don't understand how the current rating system for video games cannot work because games are too complex when the rating system for video games is far more robust than the rating system for movies. Yeah. And movies is the same thing. The only way video games have gotten more complex, they got more like movies. Yeah. That was it. So I don't understand what the problem is. Exactly. But here's the, here's the funny thing. Yee's bill goes even further describing video games as any electronic amusement device that utilizes a computer, microprocessor, or similar electronic circuitry and its own monitor, or designed to be used with a television set or a computer monitor that interacts with the user of, a, of the device. No, everything that is fine except for the word device. Yeah. That changes the entire game around. Exactly. Because now the state can regulate it in a different form. Right. Now this – and and – also, another thing that in, real that quick. also includes iPods. Exactly. And one thing that really bothers me about devices, this goes more into the are video games art or not. When you start to when you start calling it a device, that, there is no artistic value whatsoever. Exactly. Then that you might as well call it a VCR. Exactly. Because <laughs> now, because then that allows the state to come in and oversee all of it. it be, all games, even dev, even um, consoles, will yeah. become umbre- um, will come under the umbrella of the state. And the state will be overseeing the sale of games. While you think that may be good, there is a bigger picture. Yeah, I mean, I, they must—they probably get their advice from China <laughs> on how to how to sell video games to us. I mean, yeah, I I agreed with what um, Governor Schwarzenegger said in the past. What was it, 2007, right? Uh, 2005. Bill? 2005. I agreed with shouldn't be sold to minors. I think R-rated movies shouldn't be sold to minors. I don't have a problem with that. Um, but this current thing is going a little too far. Exactly. And it, it should be, it's a very simple thing. Retailers sh- should be fined if they sell adult material to minors. Done. You're, you're done now. We can stop talking about it. You know, it's, it gets, this the Supreme Supreme Court and all these little groups about video games are so stupid. This also brings it back to um 
when they were complaining about Grand Theft Auto uh, San Andreas mm-hmm. because of that sex thing, that sex hot coffee thing. Yeah, which, which wasn't funny, even in the game. Which wasn't even in the game. You could only get it if you cracked the PC version of the game. But the funniest thing is, is everyone's screaming and yelling over this one little deleted scene, basically. But all that violence and mayhem was fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's just ridiculous. I think people just have too much free time on their hands when it comes to these video games. It just, ugh, it just pisses me off. Yeah, and there's one, like, I have two issues with this. One issue is the video games are going to be treated similar to porn. Now, yep. violent video games are supposed to be, according to this, will have to be separated from games for children. Now, the broad terminology would make all games fit under that definition, unless you're a Nintendo, but even Mario would fit under that. Now, think about it. Wow. Call of Duty, GTA, Star Wars Unleashed, Star Trek Online, Lord of the Rings Online. All yeah. of these games would come, um, would come under the jurisdiction of the state. Even games on Facebook, because it fits the parameter of mm-hmm. devices. Now, issue number two, the argument... Um, this is where the supposition comes in. The argument... the um is that the bill claims that minors are, quote-unquote, more likely to experience feelings of aggression, to experience a reduction of activity in the frontal lobes of the brain, and to exhibit violent, antisocial, and aggressive behavior. Even if the, Now, even if the experience doesn't show a violent behavior, the bill still states that, the play, um, that it causes the player to, quote, suffer psychological harm for prolonged exposure to violent video games, unquote. Now, so basically they're using something that has never been proven as the basis for why the video games are best. Suddenly it's gone. What else is new, man? It's going beyond the concept of saying video games should be, um, the people should not sell video games to minors, but now it's going into a pseudoscience saying, Oh well, video games are harmful to them. This is why they shouldn't be sold. But that also becomes an issue of, well, yeah, but then they can ban them entirely. Exactly. So, I mean, the whole cornerstone of this of the dude's claim is general statistics from the Attorney General's Youth Violence Report from 2000, ten years ago. Cites, and this is the funny part. I, I, I when I saw this. It cites that the exposure to violent media is one of 27 possible influences on young violence. That among socioeconomic status, low IQ, divorce, and gender, since most crimes are committed by men. But it also cites a meta-study, a meta-study, that pulled a conclusion from 3,500 published studies, for the most part, a small but significant long-term correlation between viewing violence... um, in children, and later aggression. Keep in mind that there is no absolute scientific proof that this happened. I mean, I played video games since freaking in television, and I never once became more violent because of the game. Mm-hmm. And if you really think about it, millions of games are purchased a day. The gaming industry is um, the second largest entertainment industry in the world, right behind porn. Exactly. So if their conclusion is correct... Wouldn't we be living in a similar reality to Back to the Future 2? Yeah. Really? I mean, it's... But (laughs) if you also think that these are some of the same games that are sold overseas, Europe buys constantly a lot of American games. Yet a lot of European countries have low crime rates. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So I think the problem is is the culture in America. Or not even that. You know what? Simply put, fucked up people do fucked up things. It doesn't matter. Like look at Columbine. Yeah. They were saying they were saying that um what was it? Uh Marilyn Manson music. Right, right. GTA, right? Yeah. Was the reason why they went and murdered people in a school. No, no. because they were fucked up people who yeah. needed a hug. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the thing is people don't wanna assume that people that people are fucked up now. I mean remember remember uh Chris Rock said, What happened to crazy? Yeah. Everybody has to have some condition or their life had to have reflected their their choices. You know what? Everything is part and parcel. You can't say, oh, their bad parents led them to go ahead and kill 83 women. You you can't say that because they're they're I mean, because that's a that's a scapegoat because yep. it's it, what it is, is we're allowing people to not take responsibility. And that's been the problem with everything for so long is that we want to blame someone else. If somebody buys a bad video game and, you know, you come across and say it, you automatically blame the parent, which you should because the parent should be a little more, you know. Yeah, like I I know every single video game that my children play. Yeah. And um, but the same thing happened in the 50s here uh, in in a crack psychiatrist in the 50s named Frederick Wortham wrote a book called Seduction of the Innocent when he interviewed criminals at prison. And uh, asked them what they read. Uh, well, um, among the popular responses was comic books. Thus, he concluded that comic books were the cause for juvenile delinquency. <laughs> and or maybe just some juvenile delinquents were reading comic books. Exactly. But you know what? He got because of such the uproar. He got a, a Senate subcommittee, and what was the result? The Comic Code Authority. I know, right? Yeah. This all goes back to something I, I, I've told them before. It's the pussification of America. Yeah. Everybody is a pussy now. Everybody pussyfoots around. They don't. They never want to own up. It always has to be someone else's fault. No one can just say, you know, my kid's fucked up probably because my kid's fucked up. <laughs> because I'm fucked up. Yeah. You know, whatever. You know, it's just – it's ridiculous. When, when My son, for instance – has a habit that when he gets pissed off, he throws something. He's not the first kid or the last kid to do this. Okay, I do not blame it because he was playing um, a video game on the TV. I don't say because he's playing Mario, Super Mario Brothers, that must be why he threw something. It's stupid. I mean, Super Mario Brothers is violent. Yeah. You kill things by throwing fire at them or stepping <laughs> on them. Nobody ever has a problem with that. Yeah. You know, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, I think that it's like cartoons. Remember we were talking about how um well when cartoons used to be good. good? Yeah. <laughs> it was it's like cartoons now, you know, everybody's clamoring, oh parents are like uh you know, or, oh they're so violent and it'll cause our children to uh to emulate them. And it's like, you know what? I grew up watching Wild E. Coyote and The Roadrunner. Yeah. And never once did I think that strapping an Acme rocket to my back and standing on roller skates was a good idea. Except for that one time, but you were drunk. Yeah, but I was drunk and I was eighteen. So, you know. So it's okay. Yeah, it's okay because, because I'm an adult doing something because my friends said, dude, that would be so cool if you did that. And, you know, when you're drunk with your friends, everything's okay. But it's, it's, it's like San Francisco right now that's banning toys from Happy Meals, citing that it pushes kids to buy them because of the toys, which is the leading cause of obesity, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. No, the leading cause to obesity is the parents that are bringing the kids into McDonald's. Yeah. And I heard this on the news once. This pisses me off, too. 
I, I heard this on the news one time. It's a woman who was a mother, unfortunately. Uh-huh. And she was saying that um, this is about the toy thing, which she says, then my kids complain and I have to bring them to McDonald's. No, you, no, you don't. don't. Let me explain something to you. <laughs> my my kids, they'll, wanna, they'll see a commercial for McDonald's and they'll see this cool, epic, wicked awesome toy whatever and they'll be like i need i need to go we need to go to mcdonald's and i'll go nope and they'll cry and scream and i'll look over from a magazine that i'm reading and i'll go no that ma- that, that magazine is playboy by the way of course yeah. hustling i'll play around <laughs> no i mean you know what the, the big problem, you know, that is another problem too is that parents are trying to be their kid's best friend exactly parent, you could be a friend to your kid your parent first you make the choices for that little five-year-old idiot <laughs> because every five-year-old is a moron exactly my five-year-old son and my five-year-old daughter because i got twins they don't know that eating a cheeseburger every day will cause them to get diabetes and heart disease so you have to do the right thing and make sure they're eating proper food that's what parents do parents are there to watch their children my i always screamed and i always wanted at McDonald's, and I don't know. There's crack in freaking McDonald's <laughs> because when you're a kid, you want McDonald's. Burger King, fuck that. You know, Carl's Jr. You wanted McDonald's. Yeah. You know, but here's the thing, and there's nothing wrong with McDonald's, just in moderation. Exactly. You know? But you know what's the biggest cause of obesity in kids? It's not video games. It's not Happy Meals. It's the Aaron. no. It's the state <laughs> reducing money for physical education programs. Boom. There it is. That is the problem, is every year they cut all the extracurricular activities that allow kids to be outside and actually do stuff. And I remember it, PE was important ex- back in the day. Exactly. And it's about sue-happy parents that sue because their kids fell down in the schoolyard and skinned their knee. Kids fall down. You know why they stopped doing it? It's because pe- they were tired of paying out lawsuits because, oh, my kid fell down, scraped his knee. You should have had better this, that, and the other thing. No, your kid is a fucking retard. Fell over, got down. You know what kids do when they get hurt? They cry about it. Then they get back up and want to go back out and do it again. That's right. That's what kids do. And we're actually – parents nowadays are teaching their children not to walk it off. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Look, it's different if, if a kid falls and breaks his arm, cuddle the damn kid. I get it. But if a kid falls and scrapes his knee, my, my kids – well, maybe I'm a little easier on the girls. But my son – he falls and scrapes his knee. I'm like, all right, get up. Yeah. Stop crying. Walk it off. Yeah, that's what I grew up with was a coach. When I fell down and I you know, I was playing basketball, I got popped in the neck, fell down. I, I uh, landed on my ass, and the coach was like, walk it off, walk it off. You know, And yeah. then you get up, you walk it off, you're like, ah, ah. And then five minutes later, boom, you're going for that hook shot again. Which is a nice way of saying don't, don't be, be a pussy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, and I'm not trying to be, you know, a 1930s muscle head. It's the way – what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? You can already see it happening today. The whole treating your kids like these little fucking delicate flowers shit started in the early 90s. Yes. You remember, okay? Back when they – right around the time they stopped wearing leg warmers. I don't know why that, that goes together, but I think it does. Well, it's because they stopped putting as much hairspray in their hair, which actually allowed their brain there to it function is. a little. There it is. So what happened? Look at the kids that were born in the early 90s. They're emo now. Yeah. Thanks, America. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Now we have a bunch of these fucking sappy fucks walking around crying on everybody's shoulder. Yeah, because – now here is the thing that I, I stream it back to is that parents now are par- are grew up with parents like what we're talking about. 
like how yeah. we view things. Now they believe, oh, if my mom was more of a was more of my friend than than a parent, I would have turned out better. Yeah, have you seen what's coming up now? How the kids are behaving now because everybody wants to be their parent. They want to give them things that they didn't get as a kid. Pampering yeah. a kid isn't going to make the kid like no. you. It's going to make you go, oh, dude, I just have to ask my parents and I'll get it. It's, it's going to make you know how to manipulate. Exactly. You. And that kids are devious. You need to show them respect. Yeah. That's they need to learn respect. That's exactly. the whole point of it. And now, um, back on the whole uh, video game issue, according to the Electronic Software Association. According to a study of theirs, parents are present at the time minors purchase or rent a game 94% of the time. Well, then that's their business. Yeah. If that's if the it's a parent, if the parent says and you know what though? It's subjective too. When I was 16, my mom would rent me Grand Theft Auto. It's because she knows that at 16 I was mature enough to to be able to separate fantasy from reality. And, and, but there's certain 16-year-olds who are not. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and you know how many times that I see kids handing games to their parents and the parents don't even give a second glance. They figure, no, oh my, they don't read it or oh, nothing. Oh my kid wants it. I'll go ahead and give it to him. Chris, my mom would, my mom would always find the um the clerk at the video store. What's this game about? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas time is the worst. La Every Christmas, I always go through the video game aisles because I'm, you know, putting together my Christmas list in my head, and you know, I I would see these um, adults walking up, picking up video games, looking off a list, picking up a video game, and. You know, have no idea what the game is about, and you can't tell by the cover art looking like Oblivion and all of that, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Fallout. You just see, you know, it's either just artwork or maybe a character on front. You don't know. It doesn't tell you anything about the game. Not everything's as blatant as Grand Theft Auto. Right. I think you could assume <laughs> that one's going to have some time in it. Yeah, and, you know, they don't even look at the rating, and I've asked people before who look so lost. I'm like, you know, okay, you, you're buying this for someone. How old's the douchebag? You know, and you know how many, how the common ages I get, 13 or 14. And it's like, no, 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 this is going to be too violent for them. You yeah. want to go with, here, here's Mario. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's, it's one of those where it's just like, you know, I think GTA might be a little too much for you, you know? <laughs> so a lot of kids too, a, a lot of kids think that a game isn't cool unless it has, dude, when you get older, you don't give a shit. I will sit here. I see Nomad has that damn um, Super Mario Brothers over there for the Wii. I will get down on that. Oh shit. yeah, oh yeah. You know, a game is a game, yeah. and this is a thing too. And I've worked in retail, much you know, much like Nomad has. And uh, I used to work at Walmart actually. And parents would come in and just didn't know what they were doing. And and I I would literally think to myself, how easy is it now? You just don't care. I mean, you could go online, go to Google. I'm sure you know how to use Google. And type in the name of the video game, you will get hundreds of reviews and synopsis, everything. Yeah. But the thing is, is parents don't want to be bothered with it. Well, then the simple thing you got to ask parents is, hey, uh, would you buy your kid a movie without checking it out? Right. You know, just because it's a new technology, don't be scared. Yeah. Just look at, you know, this this is big industry now. Yeah. I mean, this isn't this isn't um, we bought an Atari Atari so the kids can play Pong crap. All right, this is some serious shit now. Yeah. If you want to be a proper parent, you need to know what's going on. I research the dumbest games sometimes just to make sure. I had to research um, some freaking game about singing and dancing. Not for me. <laughs> but my daughter can get yeah, it. it. It was for him. It really was. Actually kind of fun. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, but this is the way, you know, society has come, you know, and no one wants to accept responsibility in life. So they want to let the government take charge. Ban those games that so I don't have to, 
you know, ban the toys so I don't, so my kids won't want to eat McDonald's, even though the parents have to pay for it. You know, ban video games so I won't have to pay 60 bucks for that game. Ban skate parks or outside sports so parents don't have to sue when their kids get hurt. Um, I think, uh, the Byron report in the UK said it best. Kids don't need protection. We need guidance. If you protect us, you're making us weaker. We go, we don't go through the trials and errors necessary to learn what we need to survive on our own. Don't fight our battles. Just give us assistance when we need it. Here, here. And, you know, so the, the question comes down to you. Do, who's better equipped to do that? Who better knows your kid? Who knows your kids better? The government or some government sponsored entity? Or the parents, be it a mom or dad, mom and mom, dad and dad, whatever, you know, them and a little faith in your child. Because if you know your child is irresponsible and would not benefit well from that game, I think you're the better judge of that than saying, well, these four kids out of these five are homicidal maniacs, have been in trouble before, so we'll ban it for every teenager. Right. Also, another point, too, these uh, people who are so militant about um, banning this and banning that, ask them what their thoughts are on socialism. I guarantee you they'll hate socialism, but that's what they're asking yeah. for. You want the government to have its hand in everybody's freaking sugar bowl, that's socialism. Exactly. The main issue, and um, Nomad just said it, too, is parents don't want to parent they don't want to be bothered with it. They want everyone else to make it easier for them so they can just let their kid free in the world with friggin' shoulder and knee pads on and a helmet so the kid will never get hurt, never skin and knee, never see anything bad. Well, you better not live in America, okay, because <laughs> this place is full. And you know what, though? That's good. There should be bad stuff in the world that your kid sees because then you don't fix the problems. You provide the tools for your child to fix it. All right. Well – Enough of the, you know, real hardcore heavy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking to a bottle just to make it epic. Yes. <laughs> so we think we're going to lighten it up. We've expanded this edition of the Douchebags this week. to <laughs> expanded. Uh, we've expanded, yeah. This week of the Douchebags to cover some of the greatest moments of this past election. Uh uh, here are a couple of uh, douchebags that we found uh, that I, I, I thought really kind of deserved the douchebag logo. So number one for me is uh, a North Carolina congressman candidate duped in Morgan Freeman voice, voiced ad. Now, if you actually go to the website, I posted because it was just too funny and you really had to hear the voice. If you actually go to the website and listen to it, it's very, very – uh, it, 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 it's almost unmistakable Morgan Freeman. Now, here's the problem. Uh, JT, J, uh, BJ Lawson uh, ran an ad from uh, an organization called um, The Political, which is an L.A.-based firm that said, according to him, said that they will go ahead and put Morgan Freeman's voice in his campaign ad. So he gave him the money and because who doesn't want Morgan Freeman. Freeman's voice? Exactly. Morgan Freeman's voice makes anything more epic. Everyone pays attention exactly. when Morgan Freeman starts Exactly. Speaking. You get God to voice your political ad. You know, win win. Yes. I mean yes. so but apparently later on it came out that 
people started saying, is that really Morgan Freeman's voice? Morgan Freeman came out and said, no, that's not me. I never did an ad. I've never endorsed this particular candidate and doesn't share this particular candidate's views. So apparently a shitstorm started to happen and um, come to find out that, yeah, they used a voice alike. Wow. Yeah. That's not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this guy gets a douchebag for because he's over there blaming the, the firm that they misrepresented themselves. The firm is saying no. And the document he signed, it doesn't say we were getting Morgan Freeman. Which means he didn't read the, the fucking, fucking document. document. So, so I don't we wouldn't want him <laughs> as a politician. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, another douchebag. <laughs> I love this one. John Stamreich loses in loses uh his bid for um I believe it was Long Beach, uh fifty eight percent to sixty three percent. The only problem was is the candidate he ran against was dead for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, lost to a dead man. Jenny um, Orapisa, I think is her name, uh, died two weeks before the election. But because the the ballots were already printed, they couldn't She's remove still her. On the ballot. She's still on the ballot. Well, uh, nothing in the law does say that you can't vote for a dead person. Yeah, it's on, if, as long as it's on the ballot, you can vote for her. Now, this dude lost. What is it about twenty? 22% by 22%. That's a big margin. That's a too. big margin. 36%. That means 58, almost 60% of the people, because you're going to assume that there's probably another percentage that voted for someone else. So you're going to yeah. say about 60% of people didn't like you that much. Yeah, that, <laughs> that they would rather have no one. Yeah, that they would rather have a dead person win than you. Now, this has happened before. Now, there's probably a, 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 a lot of people, too, that didn't know that the person had died. But they can't be everybody. Yeah, you know, I mean, I understand sometimes mail-in b ballots, you know, will come in and, you know, that'll happen. Yeah. But you lost by 22%. That means that a, a, a big chunk of that knew the person had died and did not care. <laughs> That's some shame. That is. Gonna be with. Yeah, you know. You got it. Even his buddies, you know, his buddies are giving him shit. I would crack if he was a friend of mine. I would crack on him every single moment. Yeah, I like, it's like nobody likes you. No matter even what try? he says, no matter what comeback he has for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how'd you do in the election? Oh, oh. too soon. <laughs> uh, it's never too soon. Uh, um, uh, my favorite candidate in the New York governor's race, Carl Paladino. I'm sure, a lot of you know who he is. He's on my douchebag list because he's simply a douchebag. I mean, he, he really is. I mean, he's tried to fight a reporter uh, saying Andrew Cuomo had extramarital uh, affairs when he had no real proof. He hated gays. Um, and aside from the 40-point spread that he lost by, he uh, he vowed to come back. He, he's vowed that we haven't heard the last of him. And I hope... At least, at least he's persistent. Yeah, I, and I hope to God we don't because he's one of the... Him and the uh, the rent's too damn high guy. Um, <laughs> that guy's awesome. Dude, those chops and those, that mustache. The dude was. I would vote I for him just to get the picture. Exactly. I would have voted for that dude. I wanted to move to New York just so I can be there for that election and vote for that dude. Exactly. Rent's too damn high. It is high. Man. Yeah. It's too damn high. To be honest. Uh, no. I think their their cost of living is higher than L.A. 
I think yeah, it, because they have a lim- more limited space. We have a little more room to build shit around here. I think we're like second or third. I think San Francisco. I think it's New York and San Francisco. Yeah. Um. Uh. Another one. Our uh, good old Steve Cooley. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that last name Cooley. Cooley. My name's Cooley, baby. <laughs> He's uh running for Attorney General of California. Now, on a uh, on election night, uh, he had a slight lead, just a slight lead, like most people in California that that are taking credit for this massive win that they got. When it, you're only yeah. leading by two points, and you're like, so you still won. I'm not taking that away from you, right? But it's not what's a landslide, yeah. dude. <laughs> but, but he saw that he had like I think it was like a two point lead early in the evening. So he decides to go out on stage. Which means nothing. Exactly. Man. But he goes out and declares victory. I won. Gave a speech. <laughs> oh, everybody comes. Oh, yeah, we've been great. We've been done really well. Late, come to find out that later in that night, suddenly she had a late surge, and they were tied at 45%. The only difference was a, was a tenth of a percent. I think he was at last wow. I saw was like 45.5, and he was at like a 45.7. That's a nail biter, yeah. dude. And uh, so the next day, you know, found out he was tied at forty five percent. And in douchebag fac- fashion, he had to backtrack and cancel the celebratory well, what, press conference that had happened. Was <laughs> <laughs> and he had to cancel his celebratory press conference. Yeah, but he had t shirts made up. Yeah, you know, he had like the NBA finals and shit. <laughs> yeah. I always wonder what sport teams do. They have the the shirts made, like when the Giants. Um, by the way, congratulations, yeah, Giants, congratulations for, the Giant, for the win. Yeah. Um, they had the shirts like immediately. Yeah. They were wearing t-shirts. <laughs> what, did, what did the other team do with their? What did the Rangers do with their shirts? Like, did they burn them or? <laughs> yeah, for fifty cents. Exactly. Uh, me and No Man voted. Uh, it, it always sounds like you and me are like just do everything together. Yeah. Such a bromance going on, but we're not afraid of a bromance. So you know, that's right. Sure. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're friend of the gays. <laughs> <laughs> friend, friend, not not like friend. you know, not partner, <laughs> <laughs> not a partner in crime. Uh, just, just a friend. You know, we keep it on that friend level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like sports and shit. <laughs> I'm gonna bring, bring up Playboy online right now. I got kids. I'm watching a porn right now. A hetero porn. No, no, no. Even better. Girl on girl porn. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Enough of that shit. Oh, man. All right. So I think this is a perfect time to take a break. When we come back. It's my porn, <laughs> When we come back, we'll have uh, our regular douchebags and epic person of the week. Yeah. So we will be right back. This film has not yet been rated. Before Facebook and Anderson Cooper, there was a battle waging inside him. Something that was eating at his soul. All he could do was lash out. I hate queers. I hate them all. Maybe you don't hate them. Maybe you hate that they are a mirror to your own soul. In denial for most of his life, he had to suppress that yearning that kept him in the shadows far too long. I can't take this. What am I supposed to do, Lord? Clint, I am here for you. You need to tell me what's wrong with you. If his secret got out, it would be the end of his marriage. 
I love you, Clint. His career. I swear if we had a queer on this board, we would have to kill him like in the old days. Now, go behind the scenes in what time is calling a masterpiece of cinema. The Boston Globe is calling a revolution in storytelling. And what Whoopi Goldberg has called the biggest piece of shit of all time. God, why did you make me this way? This December, see the truth, see the lie. Homo Closet, the Clint McCann story. All right, welcome back, everybody. And uh, we've reached the Kanye West portion of the show. Or uh, as George Takai likes to say, You are a douchebag. That's right, a douchebag. Otherwise known as the douchebag list. So uh, I think I will probably go first. See what we got here. Do, now, do you want to go first? Uh, you have to want it. I, I, I do because sloppy seconds ain't my style. <laughs> <Okay>. Thrifty thirds. <laughs> uh, so frosty fourths. Oh, okay. Filthy fifths. <laughs> sloppy sixth. Sloppy again. <laughs> sloppy again. Sloppy again. Whatever. Let's move on <laughs> with the douche All right. So this comes from APNewsMyWay.com. Florida man arrested in diaper. <laughs> Maryland teens taunted me. So <laughs> you're wearing a fucking diaper. <laughs> Ocean City, Maryland. How old was the cat? Uh, forty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. A Florida man arrested for disorderly conduct while wearing a diaper on <laughs> Halloween says he was pelted with candy by teenagers and wasn't drunk at the time. <laughs> if you have to specifically say that you weren't drunk, drunk at the time, and at the time, <laughs> yeah, at the time, then you were drunk <laughs> off your fucking ass. Maryland police, uh, state police said 47 year old Joseph David Devana of Sarasota, Florida. Whoa, he, he's from Florida and he's in Maryland. He might have been a little drunk to end up all the way up there. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> he was arrested at 9.15 p.m. Sunday. Uh, state police said witnesses reported Divana cursed at adults and children in the Fox Chapel neighborhood of West Ocean City as he tried to get can uh, get them to give him candy. <laughs> Why is a 47-year-old man trick-or-treating? Seriously. Uh, Divana said he was wearing a full baby costume complete with T-shirt, bib, and bonnet and believes neighbors upset at his trick-or-treating alerted police. Devana said he had been drinking, but he wasn't drunk and was oh. provoked by teens who, um, who were the ones acting disorderly. If you were provoked by a teenager, you're, you're drunk. drunk. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who's provoked by a teenager? Who cares? Uh, and I know we brought this up before. Uh, so I'm, I'm bringing it up again. Uh, number two. Douchebag of the week is the Comic Con organizers and Epic yes. for just a complete and utter meltdown uh, of their site. And then t- they, they better come out with a formal apology for this shit too. Yeah, they're oh, we're sorry for the inconvenience. Doesn't really kind of cut it. No, no. Um, you mean you shouldn't make it? People are spending 105 bucks to get the four day pass. You shouldn't make it that difficult for them to do it. Um, so 
that that's my number two. And and we already kind of expressed a lot about it. And I'm I'm not really gonna. And it just makes me it just makes me angry. So I'm not even really gonna get into that again. Honestly, Comic Con needs to send me some free tickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so my number one douchebag of the week. Uh, you might have known this guy. He's the the subject of a George Takai video that we posted on the um on the website. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> um. So, uh, my number one douchebag of the week, as you may have gotten by the um the clip that we had or the um movie promo we had in, earlier, Clint McChase. Now. He was the gay bashing Arkansas school board member uh, that was forced to resign, and uh, he resigned actually <laughs> on the uh, on. Uh, on he resigned from life. Seriously, he, he not only just being an epic fail in, in, uh, for this, but an epic fail at life. Uh, now this comes from uh, themediate.com. When Arkansas school board member Clint McChase took his Facebook profile to opine, I enjoy the fact that gay people, uh, I think he said fags in the in the original thing, uh, often give each other AIDS and die. He probably had no idea how much trouble he'd be in. Now, first, this goes to show that not everything you put on Facebook should actually go on Facebook. Also, who still believes that gay people give each other a like it's only it's a gay exclusive disease? Yeah, who still believes that? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't it's ah whatever. Yeah, well he's from Arkansas, and you know that <laughs> we just lost him. Like, yeah. We're not gonna get our thirty now. Watch, <laughs> I know those thirty people are. Like, I love now. <laughs> Arkansas. Arkansas is beautiful this time of year. I think <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't uh. snow there. Like a bad student called into the principal's office, a sullen McChase showed up on Anderson Cooper's show to explain his many offensive comments. I am a big enough man to admit when I say something wrong. You meant to say a bigot of a man. <laughs> uh, Chase said moments before he told Cooper that he planned to resign uh, from the school board. Uh, McChase, ever selfless, went on. I'm going to resign from the school board. Actually, I should probably say it better than that. I'm going to resign from the school board. Uh, it is no, 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 no. it is to help my community. My community. <laughs> you say it like this. I'm going to resign from the school board. Because <laughs> you know that's what the real problem oh, yeah, is. Yeah, you know. When you, shit. <laughs> the, the closeted portion is really, really starting to push its way out. So he's fighting right. it. So he's lashing out. He's going to be at the next parade. Why? I guarantee it, dude. Remember at the end of, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, Sex drive. drive. That's it. He's going to be like, uh, James Marsden. Real, real quick, before we even get any far, that chick in that movie was hot, oh, dude. I, I, this, this one, and that dude was funny as fuck. The friend. Oh, yeah. I want to watch that movie today <laughs> later on. All right, continue what we're saying. Um, but, you know, it, it's, He's going to be like the James Marsden character at the end where he kept saying all those gay jokes to his brother. And then it's oh, that, yeah, that yeah. black boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be him. Uh, but uh, back to his comment. I want to help my community to help my school. I don't want them to perceive to receive bad press or have a distraction because of the ignorant comments I made. Uh, well, they already did, so too late. Yeah. 
those words should provide a little, though not much, comfort to anyone who had read these words on his Facebook page. And here are the words he said. They want me to wear purple because five queers committed suicide. The only way I'm wearing um, for them is if they all committed suicide. I can't believe the people of the world have gotten this stupid. I like that fags can't procreate. I also enjoy that they often give each other AIDS and die. I would disown my kids. They were gay. This is That was the phrasing. I would disown my kids. They were gay. So he just admitted that his kids were gay? Yeah. Yeah. Not if they were gay, <laughs> but they were gay. Well, with people like him on the school board, you can't expect the education system to be all that great over there. Listen, I'm not even going to – after after that quote has been said, um, we all know about uh, the recent suicides that have been in the news. Um, and now we have the – you know, the um, things are going to get better or things will get better thing that's been going on. Right. I think it's cool. You know, and – I'm not even going to make a joke about this because honestly, that's the worst kind of person. Yeah. You know, you're wishing that uh, other human beings will kill themselves or get AIDS, which is basically dying anyway, right. because they don't agree with your viewpoint on the world. Fuck you. I hope a fucking big ass bus hits your dumb ass. <laughs> but apparently a lot changed in the week from when he said that because he told Cooper later that. I would never support suicide of any kids. I don't support bullying um, of any kids. Well, too bad. Cooper was about to whoop his fucking ass. Cooper don't fuck around, dude. And that's the thing. It's like if you're still hung up over, you know, if you're saying how – it's just – it boggles my mind to really think that there are still people like this in the world. And, you know, it's like here's – and he, this guy's a religious guy, by the way. They all are. All the ones that, that say this. this are, are Not saying that religion is evil, evil or anything. But here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the real thing. Is the Bible always said, hate the sin, not the sinner. Love thy neighbor. Compassion. Or do not judge. Yes, he be, be judged. judged. Or yeah. he without sin shall cast the first stone. Don't be a douchebag. That's what the Bible's trying to tell you. And the problem is, is I know there are people like this guy still out there that think this way, and they call themselves religious. And you want to know something? This is why religious people get that backlash is yep. because of people like him that have that strength, same train of thought that don't look out there and go, um, okay, you're gay. God still loves you. And I love you too. I don't support your lifestyle, but I'm going to treat you as a person because exactly. that's what we're supposed to do. And in the end, God is supposed to have his judgment upon them. Now, I grew up in a in a Christian school. I was there from second grade till sixth grade. And then I moved on until into a regular public school. I was never taught to hate gays. And to me, I always looked at can't really see that lifestyle because I mean like I look at Sapien and I'm just like nah I couldn't do it <laughs> I just couldn't do it that was for that comment earlier uh, <laughs> I just I just can't do it but I have quite a few friends that are gay and you know what they're cool people I don't judge them by the way they are I judge them by who they are if they're an asshole they're an asshole and it has nothing to do with them being gay uh, speaking of which 
one of them's got a birthday today. Yes. Right? <laughs> That's so bad, right? That's so one of them's got a birthday. <laughs> I'm going to say his first name because I'm going to tell him I shouted out Ryan, my homie. What's up, Ryan? Hey. Happy birthday, bro. If you weren't, if you weren't gay, I never would have remembered. <laughs> see? See, Benefits. See, see, Ryan, how I worked that in? That, yeah. That's just, you know. This whole podcast has been an elaborate setup <laughs> to wish Ryan a happy birthday. <laughs> so uh, that is my uh, big douchebag of the week. All right, motherfuckers. You know, let me just uh, pull up my list on my Linux. You know what I'm saying? God, you and your damn Linux. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, masturbates to his linux magazine every night there's an app for that <laughs> um a wyoming a wyoming cop <laughs> loses box of drugs that say meth on it <laughs> set this up officials in wyoming want people to be on the lookout for a black box with white lettering that says quote meth where's this coming from uh, Jackson, Wyoming. No, no. It's, who's the uh, where's? Oh, I'm. I apologize. <laughs> MSNBC. Oh, okay. MSNBC has like a weird like what the fuck <laughs> section. Um, so it's legit though. MSNBC. Well, as legit as MSNBC is. Um, Teton County Sheriff. Teton County Sheriff's Sergeant Lloyd Funk. That's real <laughs> shit. His last name is, is Funk. Funk. He just puts some stank on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mr. Funkadelic. Yeah. You're getting Funkadelic with that meth. <laughs> Says the deputy accident. Oh, I'm sorry. That It wasn't him. His deputy accidentally left the box on a um, bumper. <laughs> on a bumper after a canine training exercise in, on October 27th. The news is just broke, though. Um, it contained nearly an ounce of methamphetamine. The deputy drove <laughs> off with the drugs perched on the vehicle. So, just in case you're not, you know, because I know we're, we're laughing as we do this. Um, the guy's training a dog to sniff out drugs. He's training a dog to sniff out meth. So, they have the actual substance in a box, right? right. And they'll mock the box. It, what it, like They'll have a box that says cocaine. They'll have a box that says meth. And the um the dogs will have to sniff it out. So this box is is in essence you could think of something like a small shoe box with the big word meth on it. I'm sure everyone's gonna be keeping an eye out for that one. It's it's funny because like you think, oh I left my coffee on the bumper, you know yeah. I left my keys on the bumper, I left no, my sunglasses. I left my no, I left meth. my box of meth on the like, bumper. That's not important. <laughs> You can imagine he's driving off and he slaps his forehead like, oh, damn, I forgot the box of meth on the bumper. Uh, did I drive by a school on the way over here? Wow. <laughs> the Jackson Hole News and Guide reports that officers literally trying to get drugs off the street <laughs> haven't been able to find the box. <laughs> cops are putting drugs on. What happened to the D.A.R.E. program, dude? Somebody, cops are putting drugs on the street. Somebody said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said yes. Oh, I'm not even gonna. Waylon says his officer is taking action. Oh my god! Wait, Waylon says his officer is taking action to make sure the mistake isn't repeated. Yeah, not being a dumbass usually helps. What fucking tool? No, he's just gonna leave the whole drug evidence locker open. So anybody, that's... why don't just drop a shotgun? <laughs> Oh man, I left that 
AK-47, AK-47 on the bumper. And I just reloaded it, too, so it's all full of uh, armor-piercing rounds. Uh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> Fire that fucking idiot. Seriously. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. Man reads book, Kindle, and answers the phone while driving. <laughs> First of all, he almost made the epic list because that's some shit. They have video of this fucking dude doing it. Obviously, I can't play the video on the podcast, but I might link it. You know, I'll link it on the I'll link it on the uh, on the site so you can check it out. Uh, oh, real quick, this is also I think all my stuffs from MSNBC this um, this time because you know. I fuck it, it was all there. Um, safety advocates are still teasing out cell phone related traffic accident statistics from the larger distracted drive <laughs> fuck you jeez how, how, many big words, how, so cool. how many big words do they got right in there <laughs> <laughs> I need a degree to read this and now they've got another sound, out, sound the words out <laughs> no that's not funny and now they've got another wireless wonder to deal with the e-reader right <laughs> listen i'm not going to read this verbatim because this the writer thought they were like a comedian so <laughs> thought they were the next seinfeld so there's a little too many stupid jokes in here basically this dude <laughs> this dude is reading a kindle he is also reading a book <laughs> and he's talking on the cell phone. Now, now why in the Kindle a book? So, so no, <laughs> check it out. If he's reading the Kindle in the book, I can only assume that he's comparing the same book. Right. Like, see, wouldn't there be a better place to do that? <laughs> like in a at home or anywhere that's not moving, <laughs> <laughs> or that you weren't in control of, like on a yeah, bus and on the phone yeah. and on the phone like a boss. You know, he's on the fucking phone. Like, yeah, I'm reading this candle in this book right quick because I'm the shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Then what's he driving with his knees or his dick? You can, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's can, no. See, that would make the epic list. <laughs> or is he flipping the pages of the book with his dick? You know what I'm saying? Um, I will link this because it, it literally has a video, like somebody in a Connex one was filming, and he's oh. he's doing that where you're, you know, when you quickly look at a map, yeah, and your head never goes down, but your eyes are like straining to look down at the map. He's doing that <laughs> with the Kindle, and he's not even shy about it. You can plain as day see a fucking Kindle in his hand. Um, what a douchebag! Uh, We're done. We're done with this asshole. <laughs> I will link it on the on the website later. So, my winner, a douchebag, and this is just funny because it's a big a big corporation that did it, um, a big company or whatever. <laughs> Google sends seven hundred thousand voters to wrong polling places. <laughs> That's awesome. Now it's like I was telling Nomad though. So basically. Hey, let's let's get into it. I'm glad Washington. Uh, fuck everybody with their stupid. MSNBC always tries to be funny. Basically, this is what happened. Google Map, Google Maps, Google themselves had an election center, Google Election Center. Okay, and you could you could you know it's good. They're trying to get people to vote, so you could get you could type in where you live, and it would tell you where to go to vote. Okay, because you know how you if you, if you're not in America, basically the basic rundown is. You have specific places to vote based on what district you're in. Right, right. Okay. So, like, um, for instance, Nomad had to vote at uh, elementary school. They had a polling station over there. I had to vote at a rec center at a park. 
Okay, whatever. If you don't live in America, that's how it fucking works. So, <laughs> I guess the Google Map thing was telling them to go to the wrong places. Now, this isn't really a big deal because there's preliminary ballots. Like, I didn't go to the rec center at the park. I just went with Nomad. So I had to do a mail-in ballot where you just fill it out. They put it in a bright pink envelope. I think they do that on purpose to make you feel like a douchebag. Like, in <laughs> <laughs> a bright pink envelope. Um, but it's funny to me because it's such a big company to make a mistake like that. And nobody notices. You know, did you not check it? <laughs> like, did you not see if that worked? I mean, you're not telling people how to get to Burger King. You're telling people how to vote. <laughs> and knowing most Americans, they searched it five minutes before they, they were to going go. to vote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fail, man. Uh, so that's my douchey douche. Uh, excuse me, no man. Yes. I heard that you had someone of the epic quality. Yes, this week? I do have someone of the epic quality, but before I get to that, um, this just, I've just been noticing right now, we got, um, apparently, uh, most of you know, this is kind of, I guess we can call this breaking news, and we had that cool little, apparently, everybody knows that MGM filed for bankruptcy last week. Um, so, and that was one of the reasons why Warner's was taking over, uh, The Hobbit. Well, Everybody wondered what would happen with the James Bond franchise because Sam Mendes was supposed to direct and bring back oh. Daniel Craig. Well, according to DarkHorizons.com, uh, they're they've uh, having officially um, filed for bankruptcy in preparation for the next phase of existence. MGM has begun making big plans to return for the return of James Bond. Uh, according to Bloomberg, the studio is apparently in full intent of shooting the next. 007 film in the next two years with the release date of November 2012 already being targeted. And it's reported planning to release a new James Bond film at regular two-year intervals after that, meaning 2014, 2016, 2018. Alright, so my epic person of the week is, um, which is funny, because I, I kind of fi- found a little um, this a little interesting. I had uh, condemned a man for, you know, being a douchebag regarding gay people. Now here I'm praising a man uh, because of a gay joke. This is Ron Howard is my epic person of the week because everything in, everything in good taste. Though, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. It, it, um, the reason I'm I've gone with Ron Howard is because for those of you that know about the upcoming film The Dilemma, which actually got more press out of this than the actual film itself, um, <laughs> the film basically. And was this based off a trailer? Uh, you guys may remember back when I when I pegged Anderson Cooper as a douchebag uh, because of the opening line of the trailer, which said, electric cars are gay. Now, that comment has been the focus of everything, not the context in which the comment was made, but just those, those uh, four words, electric cars are gay. Now... In the trailer, if any rational person actually read, watched the trailer, uh, he says, not in homosexual gay, but gay as in your parents uh, chaperoning your prom. Yeah. He even went into depth and explained it. Yes. Because, you know, and, and to be honest, everybody has that. I've heard even gay guys say, dude, that's gay. Um, yeah. 
I've told gay dudes that they're gay, not meaning that they're homosexual. Right. <laughs> because they already words, because they already know this. Yeah. <laughs> words can have different meanings. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's lame, you know, uh, there's fail, but this was what the the line was. Well, glad um, Universal completely buckled under uh, Anderson Cooper and glad uh, the gay and lesbian organ. Um, you know, on a serious note, though, I, I think they, they buckled a little faster, too, because of the um, the recent press about the suicides and stuff. Yeah. They don't want to they don't want to look like they're part of the problem. Right. And so under protest of uh, Glad, Universal buckled. So Glad feeling like, hey, you know what? We won something here. Let's push it further. Let's have it removed from the movie because Universal decided to remove it from the trailer. Well, problem is Ron Howard actually has final cut approval. Yeah, and he stated that he is not removing the joke from the movie uh, because he said it was scripted, it wasn't ad libbed, and it was intent to dramatize, um, to dramatize the fact of Vince Vaughn's character is far from perfect, and he does not say and says something outrageous, uh, um, some outrageous things along the way. Much like Vince Vaughn in most of his movies, he's politically incorrect. Right, right. Um, so. Ron Howard said that he believed in sensitivity, but not censorship. Uh, basically, equating that in in the bulk of the statement, he essentially said that he believes that you know there are jokes that will be funny and will offend some people, but that's for the people to decide, which I agree with. Because once we start censoring ourselves, because everybody is too sensitive one way or another. Um, I, I think is wrong. Uh, Ron Howard said that I defend the right for some people to express offense at a joke as strongly as I do the right for a joke to be in a film. Nice. So I think he basically, I, I picked him as every person of the week because he basically said, this is a joke I found funny and we all found funny. If you have uh, a problem with it, don't see the movie. All right. Sapien, who's your epic person? Zach Galifianakis? Oh, I thought you were going to say Zach Efron. I was like, dude, really? For being a badass. Wait. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis, which I feel that's how he pronounces yeah, his that, name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Zach Galifianakis. Smoked a Jeezy. <laughs> Smoked some pot on Bill Marshall to um to show his support for, is it support or his protest for Prop 19? Support. Support. This, this article says protest, but I figured they had it backwards. So Zach Galifianakis, now I like saying it. Now that I know how to say it, I like saying it. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis smokes pot on the smoke pot on the Bill Maher show in order to show his view on the legalization of marijuana. California will vote on for well, obviously we already did and we failed at it. Um, you know, drew applause and laughter from the shocked audience. It was literally a joint, people. Like this, I mean, Bill Maher show is not a scripted show. He tried to pass it to – I forget who was on the other side, but it was, it was like a legit broad. He tried to pass it to her, and she spelt it and was like, whoa. <laughs> like, back, wait, wait. This, and the whole rest of the show, he was puffing on this shit. He didn't light it for a second and then stub it. He was chilling. Like they were having a conversation. You just saw smoke off camera puffing around. And you know what? He's my, he's, he's my epic dude of, of the uh, 
of the week, not because, oh, he's smoking pot, whatever, whatever. It's not shocking to smoke pot. It's because he felt so strongly about something. He did something like a throw him in prison or yeah. throw him in jail, you know, just to show blah, blah, blah. And, of course, he's not going to get thrown in jail because he's Zach Galifianakis. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I need to film the hangover, too. So I'm a little busy. <laughs> yeah. But um, I just thought that was badass. I mean, this isn't going to be as long as the one we were just talking about. But <laughs> I just thought he was he was an awesome dude. And, uh, unfortunately, I guess that wasn't enough for anybody to come to their senses. Because <laughs> uh, they were too stoned. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Well... Uh, hey, guess what? We have a winner for last week's uh, pod- uh, podcast question of the week. Can it be true? Yes, it can. We have uh, the answer to last week's uh, intense riddle. Schindler's List. Yeah. Was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, a couple of people went, wait, what? what? <laughs> I, I had it right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> if any of you thought it was Schindler's List for real, fuck you. It's fail. Uh, I want to see – if you thought it was Schindler's List, I want you guys to comment. I wanna, really want to see those people. I want your thought process, please. <laughs> I map that shit out uh, and send it to me. The answer to last week's question was weird science. Weird science. Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That movie was the shit that back was. in the day. Oh, man. <laughs> And the winner for last week was Allie from Boiling Springs, North Carolina. So uh, good job there. And North Carolina. North Carolina. And uh, be careful of any uh, any political ads that have Morgan Freeman's voice on it. Um, <laughs> uh, so that brings us to the new question of the week. Mm-hmm. So for uh, just to remind you guys that this um, that each week we give you guys plot words to describe a particular movie either one of us or both of us like so the plot words for this week are future cyberpunk police property playing chess and no it's not schindler's list schindler's list uh the word it's the ten commandments (laughs) it's ben her (laughs) yeah uh again it's future cyberpunk police property playing chess and just to give you guys a hint it's not spice world uh yeah so uh email your answers to the lazy geeks at gmail.com and the first person with the right answer will be the winner uh put it go ahead and uh, send us an email Put in your name and the city, and we'll announce it on next week's podcast. So, uh, all right. I think that brings us to the closing. Uh, all music on this podcast was done by the incredibly talented, talented Kevin McLeod. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that pretty much does it for us. Go ahead and fan us on Facebook. Also, because it gets hot. Exactly. And yeah. we have so much epicness. Yeah. That it has to spill off the website and go somewhere else. And you can also follow us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks, one word. So uh, be sure to comment on this podcast on iTunes or whatever you use. Give us the good, the bad, the sexy, and the ridiculous. If you have any comments or ideas for future topics, go ahead and hit us up on the website, thelazygeeks.com, or email us at the aforementioned thelazygeeks at gmail.com. So until next week, peace out. Uh-huh.